In today's Vet Girl podcast, we review subaortic stenosis in dogs and whether or not the effect of certain cardiac medications, specifically beta blockers, affect the overall survival. Subaortic stenosis, more commonly known as SAS, is a common congenital cardiac condition in dogs. It's characterized by a fibrous ring or ridge of tissue below the aortic valve, causing narrowing of this region and secondary pressure overload to the left ventricle. The severity of SAS is determined by the left ventricular to aorta pressure gradient, or what we call the PG, with severe pressure gradients considered to be greater than 80 millimeters of mercury. In general, the prognosis for mild to moderate SAS is generally considered significantly better than for severe SAS with minimal treatment indicated for the former group. In cases with severe SAS, prior data is limited to a single small study that reported a 19-month median survival. As a result, the overall long-term prognosis for severe SAS has been generally considered to be poor. Treatment for severe SAS has been limited to medical therapy, including cardiac medications like beta blockers. The goal of beta blocker therapy is to slow the heart rate and force a contraction, thus reducing overall myocardial workload and stress. Miscellaneous therapy, including non-cutting balloon valvioplasty, has also been considered, but has unfortunately shown no difference in survival times compared with beta blocker therapy alone. So in this Fat Girl podcast, we'll review the recent findings of a study by Easton and all, published in the Journal of Veterinary Internal Medicine in 2014. This study was conducted at both the University of Minnesota and the University of Missouri. In the study, they retrospectively evaluated 50 dogs with severe SAS. Approximately half the group, or 27 dogs, received beta blocker therapy, a tenolol with a mean dose of 0.55 mg per kg orally twice a day. 23 dogs were untreated and considered the control group. Overall in this study, there was no difference in pressure gradient at the time of diagnosis between these two groups. What they did find in this study was that there was a statistically significant difference in age between the groups. The treated group were significantly younger. There was no significant difference in all-cause or cardiac mortality between the groups detected at the time of the completion of the study. In the all-cause mortality, the treated group lived for approximately 5.9 years, while the untreated control group lived approximately 5.1 years. When just cardiac mortality was evaluated, the treated group with beta blockers lived approximately 6.2 years, while the untreated group with SAS lived 6.7 years. There was a significant difference in all-cause mortality detected for age at the time of diagnosis with an increased survival time with increased age at the time of diagnosis. There was also a difference in the pressure gradient at the time of diagnosis. In other words, there was a decreased survival time with increased pressure gradient at the time of diagnosis. Only pressure gradient at the time of diagnosis maintained significance for cardiac mortality. There was marked improved median survival times for dogs with pressure gradients less than 133 millimeters of mercury. 8.3 years versus living only 2.8 years. In other words, the lower the pressure, the better the survival. There were some significant limitations of the study, as the group size was small, with only 50 dogs, and it was retrospective in nature. That said, while this study didn't find any difference between beta blocker treated groups versus control groups, they found some good news. The overall median survival time in both groups was significantly longer than those previously reported. 
So don't give up on those SAS dogs with severe disease. No need for a beta blocker necessarily, but don't euthanize them right away, as they can live longer and survive than previously suspected. The identification of a significant difference in survival at a pressure gradient cutoff of 133 millimeters of mercury may carry highly useful prognostic importance and warrant reclassification of what is generally considered to be severe. In other words, what used to be considered greater than 80 millimeters of mercury in dogs. Vet girls take on this study? Although the study showed no difference in survival time with beta blockers, the evidence for the beneficial effects of beta blockers on protecting the myocardium from ischemia and chronic remodeling remains powerful, and a larger, more definitive perspective study will have to document similar results before veterinary cardiologists discontinue the use of beta blockers for severe SAS. The documented survival time data should play an important role in changing the previously static and grim narrative of prognosis for dogs with severe SAS. The significant difference in survival, in other words, 2.8 years versus 8.3 years for dogs with pressure gradients above or below, respectively, 133 millimeters of mercury, is a very important finding that may be useful to help guide clinical decisions on the risk versus benefit for a particular patient of pursuing newer interventional therapies, like cutting balloon valvioplasty, that are currently being evaluated as treatments for severe SAS in dogs.